0: Hello, and thank you for calling the...
1: Did I do that one? Calling? Yeah. No, I don't okay. know.
0: Start over. Okay. What? Hello, and thank you for calling the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Today is February 25th.
1: The year of our Lord? No. No.
0: 2015. What? What? You ruined it. No talking till I say. Here's my word. Till I give you permission to talk. <laughs> Just here, Hello and thank you for calling the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Where we talk about the things that you nerd out about. And we nerd out about. And everybody nerds out about. Today is episode number 83 and my name is christy and over there is the bearded wonder <laughs> i'm jeremy hello i don't know what that laugh was <laughs> <gasps> how are you today jeremy i'm okay how, are how do you think that people could find out about us i would suggest that
1: they just find us online just go to how nerd out Everything's on there. Contact information, subscription information, everything you could ever want to know about the podcast. Nerdoutloudpod.com. If you search Nerd Out Loud podcast or just Nerd Out Loud on Twitter, on Facebook, we'll be there. Reach out. Reach out and touch somebody. If that somebody is me.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Are you soliciting sex on the- Reach out and touch me. (laughs) Digitally.
1: (laughs) I'm touching you orally. And I would like it if you would touch us digitally.
0: Oh, my goodness. Or with your digits. What? Fingers are digits.
1: Oh, okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Dr. Christy.
0: You didn't learn anatomy in homeschool. <laughs> homeschool. No. Hello, friends.
1: Hey. We had a heck of an episode last week. We did. Did you have any feedback, Any anything you wanted to... Anything you regret saying that you wanted to talk about?
0: I live with no regrets. No. I hate when people no say that. No regrets. We talked about that, right? Before? No. Okay. <laughs> Is well, that one of your things? That, that you needs to be a drone check. Well, I'll, I'll say gather this. Information.
1: Well, I will I will say this. Here's some feedback that we did get. I think kind of in reference to last week's show and probably okay. just in reference to all of the shows that we've done lately. They said that they love our show. Thank you, by the way, listener Ryan who po- posted this on our Facebook page. We welcome Comments on the Facebook page. and love it when you comment on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said he loves the show, but he thinks that we should change the name to the Complain Out Loud podcast. (laughs) And I made a beautiful logo in response to that. Because he's just been... He was uh, referencing how uh, we've been doing a lot of complaining. Although I will say, I would propose that it's actually you that's been doing the complaining.
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't and been
1: doing a lot of complaining. That
0: kind of makes me feel like I need to have a all positive. I don't have where a I don't lot complain. To complain about. Well, you know, I, I mean I do, it, but it makes me think that maybe I need to have an episode where I just praise a bunch of things.
1: Would you be able to do that? Yes. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, I I can save my rants. Like I have I have someone that I rant to at work. We have work time rants. We actually have two a day now because it's gotten to be so much. We have a lunchtime section. Huh. Are these and scheduled? Then, and then we do a late afternoon your, one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I do have to say that Ryan is probably our best-looking listener.
1: He is a very nice-looking yes. uh, nice gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Maybe that can be his job on the show.
1: Yeah. Come on board. Yeah our spokesmodel ryan
0: (laughs) do you remember the time i think we already talked about this about the time when you asked jokingly what if attractive people know what it's like to be attractive Mm -hmm. and someone responded and yep was seriously telling you what it's like to be attractive
1: i asked on twitter kind of as a joke i said i wonder if attractive people or i said hey attractive people do you know that you're attractive yeah (laughs) and uh somebody somebody uh responded to me with like a six tweet series about how it impacted her life when she realized that she was attractive. But you know what I say? I say, more power to you if you want to embrace your looks and you are proud of the way you look. That's that's awesome. I um I wish that I could have that confidence, but uh, but I do not. Well, let me ask: Did you
0: do you feel like it's an attack that people are saying that you complain about something? Yeah, because I don't like to see myself as a negative person.
1: No. Well, you you have come alive, though, the last couple weeks. You've really come alive with this new hatred. Like this, you know, as you I, have <laughs> begun expressing just your deep-seated hatred for things. everything and everyone around you. Yeah, it makes You've me feel really good because alive. then I
0: can live positive in every aspect of my life. Do you, though? <laughs> and Do then you? when something pisses me off, I just make a note. I would say anybody can be a critic. Anybody can be a critic. I also really kind of feel that some of it's a little it, bit of a bit. It takes
1: chutzpah, as they say. It takes balls to to create something, to put yourself out there.
0: I feel like sometimes and to my contribute complaining to the
1: society, as opposed to just take away,
0: is a bit. You're a taker, especially especially some of the work stuff. Is I kind of have a bit about my boss, <laughs> and I I just try to present that to people Mm, i mean basically i call him a cheap bastard all the time yeah to his face to everyone else we also
1: were told that we know nothing about nutrition by somebody on twitter uh, joe i can't i actually don't know if his name is joe or albert
0: oh i think albert i think i think
1: albert is his last name isn't it no joe is his first name why do i think joe is his name
0: (laughs) when i met him they introduced him as albert
1: oh i'm a jerk i'm sorry albert
0: Albert, I want to hang out with you. We have opposing viewpoints on the consumption of milk. So for, then to, for, then, for him to say that it makes him laugh milk. when we talk about it, I need milk. to know who he agrees with.
1: Uh, probably, probably you.
0: Yeah, because he's you. a vegan. So he said he agrees with you?
1: No, he agrees with you. He disagrees with me. And he says it's entertaining. So if you guys are, if you uh, know, like, we're looking for a nutrition expert. So if you If anybody knows a nutrition expert that wants to come on and set the record straight about about milk, I guess we want to, we want to talk to you. So that's enough about what we were talking about last week. This week, I want to talk about something that I saw in the news that stood out to me, multiple reasons. Have you ever heard the advertisement that uh, Ernest Shackleton put in the newspaper like way back in the day before exploring? The Arctic Tundra. Is, is your microphone on? Yes. He said, Men wanted for hazardous journey, small wage, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return, doubtful, honor and recognition in cases of success. Ernest Shackleton for Burlington Street. Okay. <laughs> and he's talking about it's basically a, a help wanted ad for explorers. And it reminded me of something that I saw in the news recently about the Mars One mission. Explorers to where? Ernest Shackleton was a like Arctic explorer in the Antarctic. Okay. South pole, I believe.
0: In Antarctica. Yes. Okay.
1: He's southern, <laughs> frozen tundra. Anyway, so it may, have you heard of the Mars One mission? Yes. What have you heard about it?
0: That people are going on the list so that they yeah. can go to Mars.
1: Yeah. Basically, it's a private company that has an expedition planned to Mars. Theoretically, they have an expedition planned to Mars. And uh, they are took submissions from... They, they received like 200,000 200, submissions. And I have I have a little video that I was going to play for you so you can have an understanding of what...
0: Do they charge for these submissions?
2: No. You'll never feel the the wind in your hair. You will never hear the sound of walking through the snow. You won't hear the the birds whistle outside. If you care a lot about these kinds of things, then you really shouldn't apply for a mission to Mars. I'm Bas Lansdorp. I'm a co-founder and CEO of Mars One and we're organising a manned mission to Mars in the year 2023. Our requirements are very different uh, from those of the, of the normal astronauts. space shuttle lands. Because they are going back home. Houston now controlling And these people are going to stay there the rest of their lives. So it's a, it's a one-way ticket, yes. Uh, it's very likely impossible for them to ever return to Earth because we don't have the technology to go back when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon, everybody watched. And imagine doing the same in this media era, where everybody has a screen in their, in their pocket. For me, it would really change the world. To imagine that we are sitting here and at the same time there's people on Mars, that's really something that would, would mean a step in the evolution of our species.
1: That's one small step for man,
2: The US landing people on the moon gave that sense of achieving a common goal together. If you can put humans on Mars, it will give everyone in the world the feeling that you can do anything. That's maybe the most valuable thing that this uh, mission to Mars will bring to the world.
1: So the Mars One mission is like a Dutch, it's a privately owned Dutch company that's like a startup and they are going to... Uh, they have plans to launch an expedition to Mars. And I think originally it was planned for like 2022, but it's been bumped back to 2024 last I heard. Mm -hmm. And um, they started the application process, I think a year and a half ago, and they had 200,000 applicants and they've whittled that down to, they whittled it down to a thousand and then they whittled it down to a hundred, 50 men and 50 women. And uh the next plan is they're going to do some kind it, like it's going to be we're all going to get a chance to vote on these uh on these people
0: so it's like the reality show and it's
1: literally they're going to have a reality show some kind of tv show or something where everybody gets everybody gets to vote on uh on who is supposedly going to go
0: are they going to do intensive psychological studies because someone who's basically saying it's okay to kill themselves yeah. or that they don't care enough about their family or anyone else to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> Probably has some mental issues or some <laughs> yeah. human interaction issues. Yeah. So
1: I, I came across this because I saw an article in time magazine and I'll post a link in the show notes, but I saw an article in time magazine talking about how, uh, th- so there's been, I've seen articles and stuff. I've seen posted before that they are one of the two hundred thousand people that were willing to do it, but now they they have it list. They have it whittled down to a hundred, and so they're able to kind of go in depth with some of these people that are actually in the final hundred to be selected about whether they were actually willing to go
0: or or not. And is it a hundred? is it all over the world? People from all over the yeah, world.
1: People from all over the world. hundred thousand people. It's been whittled down to a hundred.
0: And this is billions of dollars.
1: Yeah. Well it's all privately funded. And it's it's 100%. gonna be crowdsourced. The US <laughs> It's gonna be crowdsourced. Government the, is not the, paying the for any of it. I don't believe so. Yeah, this is not like a SpaceX situation or anything like that. I mean they might
0: Then I'm okay with a hundred crazy <laughs> people leaving well, Earth.
1: I found an I found another really interesting article actually written by uh written by one of the people that was in in a group of one thousand, this guy named Jack Nagy that was in a group of one thousand one hundred or one thousand fifty seven, uh, candidates, and he he posted his letter from Mars One and then talked about it, and he said he didn't want to do it. Well, actually, no. Let me ask. Let me ask you this: Would would you do this? Would you sign up? No. Like, does it interest you at all? No. Does any part of it like yeah. call out to you or?
0: If it was a finite amount of time, like one year.
1: Yeah. Then maybe?
0: I don't think I... I don't want to live in a world where I don't have Netflix.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so this guy this guy was in the list of 1,000 that had gotten accepted. Basically, the list of 200,000 got whittled down to 1,000. And he withdrew. Like, he withdrew his nomination or whatever and he he posted a thing he said uh i voluntarily dropped out shortly after my uh acceptance letter others have highlighted some good reasons to be skeptical no realistic funding model um no specifics of their planning not even a proof of concept this isn't surprising look at the core team they have in their backgrounds and he lists a a list of uh, nine people and uh, only two of them have a history in science the other people are communications uh, artists marketing multimedia people
0: yeah i mean that video you showed me is just a commercial (laughs) yeah so why would he pull out though because it's never going to happen it's it's never going to happen through this company i mean maybe in the future it will happen but This company it's never going to happen. Why not play it out?
1: He pulled out just because he didn't feel that it was safe. Like if on the off chance that it ends up actually happening, uh, he, you know, he is like saying that he wouldn't even want to fly on the rocket, that they're going to get up there because these people don't know what they're doing and they're going to get they're going to get somebody. They're gonna get somebody killed, and then he posts like a clause from the contract that they wanted him to sign, that basically says um, finalists for the mission will be judged on their ability to be an evangelist for the project. <laughs> so to make our mission a success, we need to have a su- uh, we need to have a success with our crowdfunding campaign. You must spread the word. Use Facebook, Twitter, hashtag Marsstronaut, Instagram, Vine. Tell everyone you know. <laughs> so they're trying to get. I mean, they're using these people. I mean, it's it sounds like a a multi level marketing scam, oh, which is
0: totally.
1: which is unfortunate, I suppose. But to me, anyway, it spoke to kind of a greater thing, and I just wondered if you there's is there's nothing about that that makes you like feel like awaken well, something inside you? No, because
0: I know it's not going to happen.
1: But what if you didn't know? What if it actually potentially was going to happen? And it was what, for if, life? what if you just what if you just came across this help wanted ad that said people wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months, complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful. Is um, there any part of that that's like interesting to you or
0: no? Because the bitter cold and <laughs> the not returning.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you have an overall sense that? what does like call to you do you have because i when i even watching that video like i know that this is bunk and when i watched when i watched the video it kind of made me like i mean if if i didn't have a child that i had to stay here for i would have very seriously applied just i mean it's never gonna happen but Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: never know on the off chance that it does doesn't that
0: if it wasn't forever
1: yeah i don't care about that part that's the part that that's the part that throws you mm-hmm. which leads me to, so what do you have that's worth staying here for like why do you want to stay what why do you want to stay here
0: i don't know <laughs> the stuff i like okay you don't get that you live in a tiny capsule yeah with a bunch of other people yeah you don't even get privacy yeah I would, I guess, after a year, I would just want privacy. I would want to see my friends and family. I would want to do the things that I like to do. Driving, I don't mm. even like to drive. I would miss that probably. I mean, even when I go on a trip for a week and you don't drive because you're whatever for whatever reason, yeah, going back to it just feels weird. I think you could
1: drive like a little what space about buggy on horse. Reading new
0: books. They'll have internet and stuff. Have a Kindle, (laughs) yeah. But then it like a Kindle, yeah. But then it's done. Yeah, but you'll be on. You
1: would be on Mars. Like you would be one of the first humans on Mars. Like on another planet.
0: One of the first bored people, and I mean, most people will probably kill themselves.
1: (laughs) My God. Okay. Okay. Well, so do you like? Do you have a sense? uh, Do you feel like there's some kind of greater purpose to
0: life? Is this a veiled question about god. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm trying to evangelize to you. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to fill that Jesus shaped hole that's so clearly in your heart.
0: Jesus hole. Um, what's the question again? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm I guess
1: I'm just do you feel like you have some kind of greater purpose, like or or humanity in general, maybe not you specifically, or maybe you specifically? I mean, so l- I spent the first 30 years of my life, or 25. I spent the first 25 years of my life very firmly believing that, like, I was put on this planet for a reason. Like, there was a very specific purpose to my life, and like, God had a plan for my life. And there was this, like, higher calling and this, like, destiny that was always kind of there. And I mean, do you have. Do you have any sense of that or like what?
0: Well, not, I guess not really because that's such a loaded question and loaded idea. Uh-huh. Because if I have a purpose that's already been kind of spelled out in some book that no one gets to read and only a higher power knows the ending, then what about kids that are born and live in like Mud piles and then diet of like a preventable disease. Okay. At a young age. Well, I'm not
1: asking like I'm not asking if you believe that God has a plan for your life or how that would work or whatever. Like I'm asking you right now, Christy Wise of today, <laughs> February 25th, the year of our Lord 2015, as Just they say in Just had to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, I mean, so you you don't want to go? You don't want to go to Mars? You don't want to be an explorer? So what? I mean, why are you here? Why are you on Earth?
0: I don't know. You don't know why are any of us here.
1: No, I don't. I don't know. That's why. I mean, I'm just wondering. Like
0: going to Mars to die or being born on Earth.
1: But are there ever things that make you make you feel alive inside that like wake you up and sure like what? I
0: don't know. I wasn't (laughs) prepared for the question. (laughs) <laughs> Except for I told you
1: we were going to be talking about it. <laughs> Except for how we talked, like we prepared not, beforehand, not and I told question, you though. that that's like where we're. That's what I wanted to talk about.
0: Not this This is a bigger <laughs> question.
1: Okay. I mean, it's not. So you you don't know. You you. Just, I mean, you lots know. of things. I so because I, I wonder: is it is it super narcissistic to think that you have a purpose? Or that you have like a calling or the to have that sense of I'm here on this earth to do something. Is that really narcissistic to think that anything matters other than just what's around us or?
0: Possibly. I, I don't, I don't know because I don't think like that.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I don't, I don't feel that I was put on the earth or however, even that language kind of is loaded with Christianese kind of connotations, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that I was born to have some kind of purpose. It just doesn't.
1: Do you ever like, w- do you ever wonder why we're here?
0: Maybe I wonder why, what I'm supposed to uh, no? no, no. Okay. It's hard to think in the like terms that you have set your whole life. Up and even though you say you don't believe in this, you kind of still have the framework for those ideas. You know what I mean? And I don't have that.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you? I don't know.
0: Maybe I'm the crazy person. (laughs) Maybe I'm the bad one. I don't know. I'm not saying you're. It seems
1: hopeless. Like in the, it feels hopeless.
0: Yeah. Maybe so.
1: Like does? Isn't it like? How does that make you feel?
0: I don't, the same as always. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, do you wake up every day and be like, I I have a purpose and that's the day that I'm going to have?
1: I think about it. Okay. I think, I th- I mean, you never know what the day could have in store, I guess.
0: Yeah, but that's true of someone who doesn't feel that they were put on earth to do great things either. Yeah. I think you can strive to be a good person and to do great things, but I don't necessarily think that was spelled out. Yeah. For me. Yeah. In some unwritten book.
1: Anyway, it's pretty clear that you are like not. You're just (laughs) done talking about the Mars situation. That is not something (laughs) that's that's... not going to (laughs) actually happen. Well, how about this? Think. Think about. Think about think about some of the questions that you had a hard time asking maybe we can revisit those on a different on a different day and come back to them
0: of what my purpose is things that get me excited yeah okay
1: okay (laughs) anyway well
0: you love swimming in lakes you'd never be able to do that again
1: that's true but or swim at all gladly something that i would Give up if it meant you wouldn't got to like explore a new
0: living in such tight quarters. You wouldn't get to spend an hour in the shower, <laughs> no, or pooping, or
1: even like I mean, who knows with how the shower There's situation's a, a even going to work on amount Mars? Amount
0: of toilet paper there is you'd uh, go through that in the first. There week. is
1: water ice on Mars, I think. I think on the polar caps, so could at least have showers. <laughs> it's
0: it's just not get
1: to drive beautiful. that cool I mean, like space car around.
0: You might as well ask me. What if I found the Back to the Future DeLorean? What year would you go to? That's the exact same thing. It's such science fiction that's not actually going to happen. Or
1: I guess, well, I understand that. I understand that maybe it's not going to happen. But like, I, I still watch that video, and there's something about that concept of like exploring a new land and trying something new and risking my life that wakes me up inside. It doesn't make you feel like that at all?
0: No. Okay. I guess I just have like self-preservation. Yeah. (laughs) If it. Well. What I would need. Thank God,
1: early explorers didn't have that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Good for them. Um, and what I would need is it to happen five years down the line. No one dies. We're able to come back. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you need like. They tell about it. You need it to be comfortable and safe.
0: Exactly. And what's wrong with that?
1: I guess I guess nothing. Right. Nothing's wrong with it. Send the crazy yeah. stuff first. Yeah.
0: Figure it out. There you go.
1: Yeah. I still won't go. We know. <laughs> we know.
0: The moon. That's a different thing. All right. Good one.
1: So, uh, did you have anything you want to talk about? We were in a book, right? You said that there was. You got to murder me in a book. Hmm. <laughs> that's something that maybe you want. Oh,
0: alert. So our friend, Patricia Eddy, writes books, paranormal romance books, and she was writing one for, I'll say it wrong, NaNoRhymer or something, and it's basically the National. The yeah, <laughs> um, write right, NaNo. National Write-A-Book National
1: Write-A-Novel in a Month.
0: Yeah, so yeah. that, she was doing that, and then she loved the book, and it kind of, got away from her and she published it. And at the time she was doing it at night while writing another book. So she had two going at the same time, trying to get in her word count and also works her regular job. So she was taking to Twitter asking a lot of questions like, Oh, would what word would you use here? Or give me a name, give me a um an occupation. So the this book a shift in the water is her werewolf book. And she ended up putting both Jeremy and I as characters. Yeah. don't think your on, It is on. So um Jeremy is just named Jeremy. Yeah. And my name is Christine Smart. My <laughs> Christine,
1: Christine Smart as opposed Christine to Smart, Christ- right. Christina wise.
0: And the bad person in the the terrible person in the book is called Katerina. Who is based off of K K. Yeah. Mama K. Right. And basically uh short of, long and short of it is Jeremy is Katarina's minion and does all of her bad biddings wow. to try to kill off the werewolves. Okay. The werewolves are the the main characters.
1: Friend of the show, Patricia Eddy, by the way. Yes. Is the author. Yes,
0: in a way. She's way
1: way back, back. like, one of our first, like, episode two or three, I think. Yeah. Not because she's on it, but
0: because they just are terrible. But um, at the time, I was also very angry at Jeremy. Mm. And At the time. At the time. As opposed to tonight. Right. And uh, so I told her that I wanted Jeremy to die a horrible death. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read that. I just got to, I'm, I'm very late finishing this book and I just got to this so I wanna, I wanna read this excerpt and hopefully you'll all read this book because it's really great. I would say it's her best one. I've read all of her books and this is my favorite one so far. Three wolves circled Jeremy. Rocks flew towards them but no one seemed to care. They'd flinch when they were hit. But then advanced some more. Liam, could only be Liam sprang, and a wave of dirt and grass rolled him away. It had all been a diversion. A smaller brown wolf, raced tore raced forward and sank her teeth into the young man's belly. He howled. Wait, is that me? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and this is you
0: mm-hmm. killing me? Blood spurted. Intestines spilled out into his grasping hands and he fell to his knees. Jeremy, Katerina called his name. Her hands gripped (laughs) tightly on the railing. You fucking dogs, I'm gonna kill every last one of you.
1: That's what you said?
0: No, Katerina did.
1: Oh, wow, wow, aggressive.
0: So I just wanna um, reiterate this. Blood (laughs) spurted, intestines spilled out into his grasping hands. As he fell to the ground.
1: Wow. All right. So
0: if that doesn't tell you, you should read this book. It's pretty great.
1: Evidently so.
0: Yes. So I don't think you make it into the next book.
1: Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) I guess I won't be a reoccurring character.
0: Which she just went to Ireland to write the second book.
1: Oh, fascinating. Yes. All right, well, well, we'll have something to look forward to.
0: That one's called a shift well, in the air.
1: Maybe not actually. We you won't. won't.
0: But I will be in it.
1: So Christy, do you have any? Uh, your critically accru- acclaimed segments. Drone strike. Do you have any?
0: I do. Facebook do you have any for us tonight? Drone Zone. <laughs> These are two. One came up because of valentine's day Mm -hmm. and i hate everything about this topic it's boudoir photos okay number one because i hate the name because it's french (laughs) i hate all french things and number two you hate the french i just do i just do I, i just have no interest in in that kind of situation um and two it just seems so weird so Basically, the concept is you go and you have your hair and makeup done, and you wear lingerie, and you do sexy photos, and a photographer is taking these pictures, and then you have them published and framed, and you give them to your loved your partner. lover. Yes,
1: your friends and family.
0: Yeah, I just the whole thing. I have.
1: Have you seen com- a lot of this on
0: your yes, Facebook feed? Yes, that's the weird part. Is oh. I have. A couple professional photographer have, friends. Yeah. And they're posting them. pictures? Well, I'll get to that in a second. First of all, they're posting this. Can you send me offered, some links? <laughs> they offered photo shoots. And then I have someone who is paired up with a photographer doing mm-hmm. hair and makeup for those photo shoots. Wow. Okay. But then a very funny thing is um, a close friend of mine has a baby mama that's similar to Kay. Mm -hmm. And she posted like, "Hey, thanks for the photo shoot with a link, boudoir photos, but only naked." Oh. So that can't be unseen.
1: (laughs) She posted that on Facebook Facebook.
0: somewhere. Yes, but she's unfriended everyone but me. So I'm kind of under the radar. Wow. On the situation, (laughs) um. keeping the documentation of what's <laughs> happening over there. Sure, okay. So, so that's, what do I you have against the uh, b- I'm not, boudoir photos? Well, the name. What's wrong Number with Number one. Number two, it just seems weird to be going to a professional person, a third party, taking photos like that. I'm not against sending sexy photos, but, but only that, if that they're seems to be self-taken. It seems to be that it should be between the two people. Okay. All right. Just like I also think it's weird to buy friends sex toys. Really? That seems, that, that needs to be something that you or your partner buy together or for each other. Well, I
1: guess if it's something to, I don't know.
0: Okay. All right. Because I've heard that this is a thing, like bachelorette parties where you give sex toys away. Yeah. I, that's weird.
1: You think that's so weird? So you
0: go into a store and you're saying, mm, you know what, I think my friend would really like this purple dildo. I think yeah. she would really like it. Well, maybe and you have something that you, you really it, like. And then you give it so to And so you want to. And then she's using that, and it just seems so weird. Maybe I'm, I'm the one the that's supposed to this. have all the
1: weird, like, sexual issues. But, I, I mean, so, intellectually, there's nothing that, I mean, that seems, I don't see what's wrong with that.
0: But, hey, to each his own, I guess, or her own. Whatever. Okay. I just want to buy my own toys. Got it. Okay, number two, so
1: hey guys, uh d m me and I'll give you christie's address, mm-hmm. and uh everybody can send her dildos.
0: <laughs> oh no Yeah. <laughs> okay, next, people on Facebook that sell shit mm-hmm. and inviting me to the parties, oh yeah, these online parties that yeah, are there's a lot of that necklaces, that's going on. fake mascara, the new thing do you have anyone on this selling essential oils? Oh no. And posting, oh, if you combine these <laughs> three essential oils, nothing ever will go wrong in your life again. Yeah, they have an anti-snoring one. They have if your kid's having a a fit, mm-hmm. like a temper tantrum. Yeah, you put that some kind of essential oil, <laughs> and it makes them a the perfect no. child.
1: I have uh, all of my essential oil people. I have with all my chiropractor friends, and like all of the all the other like fake things that people do
0: okay chiropractor (laughs) isn't isn't fake but you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's the thing and then these um necklaces it's the big thing a lot of um people women specifically are selling these things that are round and then you put different charms Mm -hmm. inside of the necklace
1: how i have a question for you yes how do you think that this is making feel friend of the show jen with jen's jam and jamberry nails how do you think this is making
0: her feel? well i'm sorry jen
1: People got to hustle, man. I mean, that's that's their thing. We we pimp our wares. <laughs> we we uh, promote our wares on Facebook.
0: Yeah, but it just seems that it can be yes, like hey, this is my thing. Yeah. Well, even Jen made her own page. Yeah. So you like that or you don't, mm-hmm. and then you get sold to. Mm-hmm. But when it's constantly Yeah.
1: It just becomes can, your thing. I think that uh it would be akin to, like, a friend trying to sell you something every time you hung out. Yes. It gets a little... To, it starts that, to feel a little uncomfortable. That they're
0: calling you every day trying to sell it. I
1: get that. That's. I get that. Well, I, I think that the problem... I think that those people are often part... It's usually, like, some kind of multi-level marketing yes. thing. There's, like, incentives. They've yes. been set up. They're really excited because now they're, they own their own business even though they don't. Right. And... uh They have no other idea for marketing other than Facebook (laughs) because they can't build a website. Some
0: people that probably works. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anything else? Not on drone strikes.
1: Okay. So you're done.
0: No, I didn't say I was done with drone strikes. (laughs) Okay. I have a little segment that I like to call shows to watch. Mm -hmm. We had done it a couple times. Mm -hmm. The streaming thing.
1: Streaming pick of the week.
0: Streaming pick of the week. You should all be watching Broad City.
1: Broad City is hilarious. Yes. Yeah, it's a good show. I like it. It's on Comedy Central. Yes. Available on Hulu. Yes. Comedycentral.com, I think. It's
0: extremely delayed on Hulu.
1: They were... um, Three weeks. They were YouTube people before Comedy Central picked them up. So if you just search Broad City on YouTube, you will find all sorts of clips from the show. Yes. Yeah, they're hilarious. I can't make heads or tails of this. What is this for?
0: Oh, I, I got that for begging on the sidewalk, but because I hadn't paid my last ticket for begging on the sidewalk... Okay. Maybe, I gotta tell you, sad. this is all
1: a mess. None of this is necessary or helpful.
0: Oh, come on. Killian Casey, CPA. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know, Killian.
1: Ugh. My final question, do you have any dependents?
0: Uh... I have a lot of independence, but, um... I could say people who depend on me, too. So, no. Correct.
1: I think Elmo's got this. Got what? I think it's like some sort of rocket ship or something. It's my family.
0: This magic guy is your family?
1: It's a regular photograph.
0: I don't know, man.
1: I don't care if you believe me or not.
0: And, um, you love it because... The neighbor. His His name name is Jeremy.
1: Yeah. And he's a very. uh, He's
0: a lot like you. He's a very passionate man. (laughs) I don't
1: know. That guy has his stuff together a little bit more than I do. (laughs) He's He's like what I want to be, maybe.
0: (laughs) And then.
1: My streaming pick of the week is uh, Citizen Four. The documentary. It won Best Documentary just recently at the Oscars. The Oscars. Is that. Oscars? No. Is that what it was last Sunday? The Oscars. Academy Award. Academy Oscars, Awards. Is that thing. the same thing? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Citizen Four. It's all all about Edward Snowden, and uh, it's f- amazing. Like I, I. Um, it's available on HBO. I'm sure that you can rent at other places, but it's available on HBO Go. If anybody needs HBO Go password, let me know. <laughs> we'll find you one or tweet it or something. I, I feel like everybody shares. Share. Everybody shares like the same four right.
2: <laughs> uh, HBO yeah.
1: Go accounts, I think. So,
0: and uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy says everybody shares, but he throws a temper tantrum if you try to share with people.
1: That's not true. So.
0: Um,
1: That's not true. Okay.
0: No. (laughs) So
1: we have a Hulu account and the problem with Hulu is that you like subscribe to a show. So for instance, I subscribe to, these are all the shows that I like. I like Shark Tank and I like Broad City and I like MasterChef Junior. Mm -hmm. And every time a new episode becomes available of one of those things, then it pops up in like your queue or your list of shows that you need to watch. If somebody goes into your queue, if you're sharing a Hulu account with somebody and they go into your queue and they watch those shows, they're no longer in the queue. So then you don't know if you're like, I don't, I don't ever keep track of what shows are going or whether it's during the season or they're taking a mid season break or it's in between seasons. Like I don't ever keep track of that stuff. I Mm -hmm. just like to go on Hulu and say, these are the 30 shows that I'm interested in. Tell me when there's a new one. And so when somebody that we share the account with comes in and watches one of those things out of the queue, like I'm going to start missing shows because I don't know. I don't know if there's a new show or not. And I'm not going to go through all 30 of my shows. I'm not going to go through all 30 of my shows and figure out if there's a new one or not. I just, I like things set up a certain way and it's a little disconcerting, but you know what? If I was going to Mars, none of that, none of that would matter. (laughs) None of it would
0: matter. And the last thing that I had on my agenda
2: mm-hmm.
0: was um, not friend of the show, but friend.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Cam Harston.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Had a heart attack. So we're thinking of him. And there's a GoFundMe. So if you want to donate, it's they're trying to raise money because he has medical benefits. He's a veteran. But he's out of work this whole time. I mean, he was working yeah. three jobs anyways, but um, he's not going to be able to pay his rent during this time. Yeah. Medical insurance doesn't cover that. So there's a GoFundMe, and it's Cam, C-A-M-M. I'll post
1: a link to it in the show okay. notes. But if, yeah, if you Cam just search for Cam, Cam, Cam Heart Fund. And he, yeah, he had a heart attack on Saturday, I believe, and uh, they... In treating him for the heart attack and trying to resuscitate him and save his life, uh, they broke some of his ribs, and so they did some just trauma to his chest, and so they put him in a medically-induced coma so he could kind of recover, and he's in the process of coming out of that coma now, I believe. But, anyway. We'll keep you posted about that. Get yes. well. Get well soon, buddy.
0: And Jeremy says if you come out, he will send, a, send you a dick pic. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah.
1: Cam, well, we should clarify on that. I'm not just like sending my penis. <laughs> Man, penis He's dog.
0: been trying to get a picture of it. Cam
1: has. Cam, yes. yes, yes.
0: Cam has a little crush on Jeremy. Yeah.
1: He says that his type is uh, chubby white guys. Yes. <laughs> so I'm in. <laughs> that's me. That's my. Like uh,
0: chubby white guys that don't look gay. That's my demo. So you can't be wearing the gold outfit. No. All right. when- that's all right. That's all
1: right. All right, guys. Let's. let uh, Let's land this bird. (laughs) The old runway is coming into coming into sight. Let's land this ram.
0: I wish you did. Let's land this
1: bird, and uh, I mean, you can finish the fight that we had before we started recording this.
0: And then, can I rip your intestines out? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, you can bite bite my stomach open and whatever. Uh, The only piece of news that I have to say uh, before you hear us next week: listen to the Takedown podcast on Monday. It's going to come out on Monday. There's a very special announcement that's related to this show tangentially, in tangent, in tangentially. Is that a word? And uh yeah. Yeah, just listen to the show on Monday. There'll be some exciting news. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um Christina, do you have any last words?
0: Never wait for cake or for ripping out Janet and Tessie now.
1: I'm going to borrow these last words from the aforementioned Ernest Shackleton. If I had not some strength of will, I would make a first-class drunkard. <laughs> and with that, kid.
0: Watch your nerd flag
1: fly. Watch your nerd flag fly. Enjoy the Kate Nash.